Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. There have been a whole bunch of lawsuits in the last year involving food, foodstuffs, and things sold at stores under labels. And the question, for instance, is do Pop-Tarts that are strawberry-flavored contain actual strawberry, things of that nature? Well, several people, and by several I mean many, (laughs) by many I mean a lot, of people sent me the story here about a Los Angeles man suing Texas Pete Hot Sauce. And he says that the reason he's suing them, it's made in North Carolina, not Texas. And in his mind, and apparently in his attorney's mind, that is actionable. Because if you call it Texas Pete, it better be made in Texas. And simply having it made by somebody who calls themselves Texas Pete would not do it. It has to actually be made in Texas. That's at least the logic, I believe, that's going on here. Justin Melrose wrote this for Nextstar Media Wire. A grocery shopper in California has filed a class action lawsuit against the T.W. Garner Food Company alleging false advertising over their Texas Pete brand of hot sauce. And that's been reported by WGHP. And he says, the problem is that Texas Pete is not made in Texas, but North Carolina. North, it should be called North Carolina Pete, I would guess. So the man from Los Angeles claims he is under the impression, he's under the impression that Texas Pete hot sauce was produced in Texas. So he purchased a $3 bottle of it at Ralph's. And uh, he then discovered that it was not actually made in Texas. Now, the interesting thing is, to simply say you are under the impression of something does not rise to the legal standards necessary to file a lawsuit. So if I simply say, hey, you and I are talking about something, and I bought something from you, and I was under the impression, well, no, that's not it. You need to make a false statement to me or some kind of warranty, but we'll get there. The complaint says that the man relied upon the language and images displayed on the front label of the product and at the time of purchase understood the product to be a Texas product. Again, he's under the impression and he understood it. The label includes the famed white lone star from the Texas flag together with a cowboy who's got a lasso. And so having the lasso would assume to mean that that man's from Texas because they don't use those in North Carolina. I would think. (laughs) He also said he was later surprised to learn that Texas Pete is not a product of Texas, but manufactured in North Carolina. Now, if you go to the website of the company that makes Texas Pete's, they'll come right out and tell you that it's made in North Carolina. And also, the interesting thing is that, um, does it taste different? It's made in North Carolina. There is surprisingly nothing Texas about them, the lawsuit says of the brand, The complaint further alleges that Texas Pete's ingredients also come from sources outside of Texas. So again, apparently, they were under the impression it was made in Texas by Texans using ingredients from Texas. And anything else beyond that would be a lawsuit. Uh, It's an obvious question, that is, why is it called Texas Pete then? And the brand acknowledges that it could be confusing to some. The brand's website highlights an article from 2013 from a business journal which contains a sentence, with a name like Texas Pete, one would think the famed hot sauce is manufactured somewhere in the Lone Star State. But Texas Pete addresses the question up front and does not shy away from its Carolina roots. So how is it that a tasty red pepper sauce made in North Carolina happens to be named Texas Pete anyway? The site asks preemptively on its page where it describes its history. And according to the company, Texas Pete legend has it 
that the company's founder and his sons were trying to come up with a name for their hot sauce when they turned to their marketing advisor, and the advisor recommended Mexican Joe. <laughs> and they thought Mexican Joe might do it, but then they, they decided they wanted to go with an American, more, an American-sounding name and instead suggested Texas, which also has a reputation for spicy cuisine. So they tacked on Pete as a nod to his son, uh, Harold's nickname. So Texas Pete was kind of named after the guy's kid, but uh, Texas was simply used to get the image going of the great Southwest. Now, in the lawsuit here, they point to the brand's own history as evidence of false advertising. In revealing the thought process behind its brand name, it now admits that Texas's reputation was one they were trying to mimic and capitalize on when creating their brand. The complaint accuses Texas Pete of concocting a false marketing and labeling scheme, specifically because it knows the state of Texas enjoys a certain mysticism and appeal in the consumer marketplace and is known for its quality cuisine, spicy food, and hot sauce in particular. Yeah, I routinely go into restaurants hoping they've got that Texas cuisine on hand. Had he known Texas Pete wasn't made in Texas, the man says he wouldn't have bought the hot sauce or he would not have paid as much for it. And he believes he's not the only one, hence a class action. So he's basically saying, look, he wouldn't have bought it at all. Or if he had bought it, he would have paid less for it. A diminution in value claim. <laughs> By representing that it's Texas Pete brand hot sauce products are Texas products, when they are not, the company has cheated its way to a market-leading position in the $3 billion hot sauce industry at the expense of law-abiding competitors and consumers nationwide who desire authentic Texas hot sauce and reasonably but incorrectly believe that is what they're getting when they purchase Texas Pete. By the way, this is the greatest advertising ever for Texas Pete. I didn't even know they existed before I saw this article. The complaint argues that the Texas branding ultimately hurts smaller companies in Texas that are trying to capitalize on the authenticity of their Texas hot sauce. The man's complaint filed on behalf of all people in the U.S. who have purchased Texas Pete's asks the court to force Texas Pete to change its name and branding and to pay up. Now, T.W. Garner Food Company, which owns the uh, brand Texas Pete and puts it on the market, uh, has not answered the complaint yet and apparently are not required to do so until November 10th. But this gets you back to, uh, I forgot the brand, but there was a brand... Hot sauce and had their actors in the commercials go, Hey, this stuff, it's got that real authentic taste to it. Where is it made? Somebody goes, New York City. And they all start making fun of it because it's made in New York City, even though the brand had some implication of, of someplace else. And the question is if somebody is called Texas Pete and they made hot sauce, let's, let's go with that concept first. Let's assume there actually was somebody like, you know, Orville Redenbacher. Let's say there's an actual guy, but his name is Texas Pete. And he makes hot sauce. Do you assume that Texas Pete is also making the hot sauce in Texas using all Texas ingredients? Because when I first saw the name Texas Pete, I just assumed they were talking like the nickname of a person. Okay, So I have told a story on this channel before about how when I drove a tow truck, I used to uh, tow all kinds of stuff for the Birmingham Police Department. And at one point in time, I had to tow a piano. I towed a piano. Somebody sent me a license plate. It's a piano tow. 
in homage to that story I told. So let's suppose that people started calling me Piano Steve. Piano Steve. Because people who know the story would go, oh yeah, he's the guy who towed a piano one time. But let's suppose that my nickname became Piano Steve. There's Piano Steve. And I start selling some products, and I start selling products, uh, Piano Steve. And one day you buy my products because you assume I can play the piano. I mean, Billy Joel's the piano man, and he can play the piano. So if my name is Piano Steve, I must be able to play the piano. And you bought a product, and it just, you discover, that guy can't play the piano. He's tone deaf. No, he, he, he doesn't even own a piano. He hasn't got a piano in his house. What? Piano Steve? I've been misled. And so the question is, you buy a product called Texas Pete's. And you'll notice that Texas Pete sounds like someone's name. But let's get back even further than that. And that is, when you are under the impression of something, or you believe something, the question is, what put you under that impression, or what led you to believe it? Because this actually gets us to warranty law. I kid you not. And I've talked before about how any statement made by the seller with respect to the goods that becomes a basis or part of the basis of the bargain can become a warranty. So if I hand you the widget and I go, this is a class A widget. Let's assume there's actually classes of widgets, similar to grade diamonds. And I go, this is a class A widget. And you buy it from me. You take it home and you go, look at that, I bought a class A widget from that guy. Piano Steve. And um, the Class A widget is worth $1,000. Class B widget, 100 bucks. So you take it to your widget expert and go, look at that Class A widget. Got it today. And he goes, oh, that's a Class C widget. <laughs> In fact, get that thing out of my building. It might hurt somebody. And you go, what? He told me it was a Class A. And the fact that I told you it was a Class A widget is a warranty. And now it may have induced you to buy and you may be able to make some other arguments that way. But the simplest way of looking at this is it's a warranty. So if you were to pick up the Texas Pete hot sauce bottle and read the bottle, okay, does it make any statements? And by the way, the statements don't have to be like sentences containing, you know, noun, verb, subject, all that stuff. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. Okay. But does the label lead you to believe that it's manufactured in Texas using Texas products? And I'll admit, I don't have one in front of me. But simply saying, well, it's called Texas Pete. What, what does that mean? You know, um, if you call somebody the Motor City Kid, does that mean he lives in Detroit? He's from Detroit? He likes Detroit? I mean, what does that mean? So Texas Pete hot sauce, the question is, was there anything else other than simply calling it Texas Pete? Because then it sounds like simply if you put the word Texas anywhere on the label, you can be sued if it's not made there using their products. And that would be a bit of a stretch. So I think this is kind of a goofy lawsuit. Uh, and it's all over, yes, a $3 bottle of Texas Pete's purchased at Ralph's supermarket. And I was unaware of this huge movement towards the fine cuisine of Texas. And I'm not making fun of the people of Texas, by the way. Nor am I making fun of their cuisine. But... If you said, Steve, where would you go for hot sauce? I think the Southwest. I wouldn't just think Texas. Um, I might also think Mexico or other places like that. 
Uh, but I'll tell you right now, the hottest sauce I ever tasted was at a hole-in-the-wall bar in California. And just thinking about it right now makes my tongue hurt. So California's got some hot sauce. And in fact, I visited the Toledo Zoo. <laughs> I forgot about this until just now, literally. Went to the Toledo Zoo a couple years ago. And then went to a little restaurant, a little Mexican restaurant right around the corner from it. And they had something on their menu that involved a hot sauce that had the word Diablo, Diablo in the title. And I believe Diablo is the name of that fellow with the cloven hooves and the pitchfork. And I thought, how hot could this be? And I asked the waitress, I said, how hot is it? She goes, it's hot, it's hot. I said, really? She goes, yeah, yeah, it's hot. I said, okay, I'll try some. (laughs) I almost hurt myself. It literally was so hot, I actually thought my tongue may have been injured by it. So I'm not sure which was hotter, the stuff in Ohio or the stuff in California, but neither of them were in Texas. So there you go. We'll see what happens, but it's going to boil down to, I think, whether there's anything on the label besides simply using the word Texas. Because I don't think that would rise the level of actionability. However, we'll have to see what happens? So there's a story sent by all time, you know, all, all kinds of people. I apologize, I can't mention them all. We'd be here all day. Justin Melrose wrote that for Next Star Media Wire. Los Angeles man suing Texas Pete hot sauce because it's made in North Carolina and not Texas, and also not using Texas ingredients. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Nobody cares if you're miserable, so you might as well be happy.